0: This is the Fertile Mindset Podcast, where we explore all the emotional aspects of fertility to support you on your path to parenthood. My name is Sarah Holland, I'm the Fertile Mindset Coach and a mother to two children after my own fertility challenges. I hope you find all the support and inspiration you need within this podcast to carry you forward on your fertility journey towards your own successful outcome. It's also my wish that through listening to these episodes, you rediscover how to enjoy life now and live it to the full while you wait for your baby. Now, let's begin today's episode. Hello, and welcome back to the Fertile Mindset podcast. I hope you are well, and I'm so happy that you've joined me again today, where I'm sharing a conversation with Jen Edmonds now i first got to know jen when she was on her own fertility journey she was a fertile mindset client and used eft tapping with me to support her through the most emotionally challenging times she was facing as she shares on the podcast eft blew her mind with how effective it was and another thing she discovered at this time was fertility yoga which was just as mind-blowing for her and since then and since jen has happily had her two children She now supports others on a fertility journey with her unique approach to fertility yoga and she says that it is so much more than the work you do on the mat. I hope you enjoy listening to this conversation with Jen and I'm delighted to share with you that Jen is a contributor to my soon-to-be-released Budget-Friendly Fertility Bundle, which is a fabulous bundle of resources that's on sale next week. Jen's online fertility yoga program is included, along with lots of other support for every aspect of your fertility. It's not on sale yet, but if you follow me on Facebook under Fertile Mindset or Instagram at Fertile underscore Mindset, I'll be sharing there as soon as it goes on sale. We're receiving new contributions every day from some of the most knowledgeable and empathic people in the fertility world. So do make sure you check it out next week. Okay, so now it's time to introduce you to Jen and listen to her story and her experiences of fertility yoga and EFT. Hello, Jen. Welcome to the Fertile Mindset podcast. It's lovely to have you here. How are you doing today? I'm so well, Sarah.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It is an honor to be here. You
0: are very welcome. It's been really lovely. We had a little chat beforehand, didn't we, before we... (laughs) pressed record and it's been lovely to catch up with you
1: really um, nice really I'm nice just,
0: I'm sure we're going to talk about how we know each other and how we came to meet um, but before we do that and we get into all the good stuff that we're going to talk about um could you tell us a little bit about the work you do and how
1: you came to do that work sure can so I am a pilates and yoga teacher I've been teaching for a while since about 2009 and I worked mostly in Pilates for the first chunk of my career and I kind of fell into women's health. I worked at a physiotherapy clinic in Sydney that sort of specialized in pre and postnatal women so you know most of the clients that I was working with were those types of people Um, and I just loved it you know well before I had a family of my own there was just something really special about helping a woman through that particular journey. Um, So yeah I've really I've kept that up and it wasn't until oof, six, seven years ago now that, uh, you know, I got married and my husband and I decided that we wanted to start a family and, you know, like everybody that uh, goes down this fertility path, you know, you think it's going to be an easy journey. You get excited, mm-hmm. but uh, of course, sadly for us, it it wasn't so simple. And, you know, years of fertility treatments and fertility doctors and miscarriage and learning so much about, you know, how different therapies and different modalities could help your fertility, I stumbled across fertility yoga and it was something that I started practicing on my own. I fell in love with it. I decided then to retrain as a yoga teacher. I I did all of my pre and postnatal training and then decided to train in hormonal and fertility yoga. So it really helped me through my fertility journey, which we can go into in a little bit more depth. But um, I've since then been able to help countless women on their own fertility journeys, and it's been, yeah, the highlight of my um, my career so far. <laughs>
0: Amazing. You sound kind of similar to the path I took, which is quite mm-hmm. unusual in that you kind of feel drawn towards that work. First of all, supporting mm. women's health and that path to parenthood and fertility before you even you know were trying for a baby yourself and knowing that you'd have any fertility problems and then it it takes on like another dimension doesn't it once you you try to conceive yourself and and realize mm. that yeah there's going to be a, a fertility journey for you too it's it sure um, does and it's yeah it's kind of I don't know when it happened to me I almost kind of just slipped straight into like okay this is what I need to do now (laughs) because I've been supporting (laughs) everyone else with their fertility and (laughs) now it's my time like I literally started charting my temperatures Mm. from the day (laughs) I came off of hormonal contraception I just thought right I will start charting too because that's what I've told everybody to do and it didn't you know (laughs) then I didn't get a period for like a year it was crazy I didn't ovulate or anything
1: so exactly my journey too Sarah oh wow mm. yeah yeah but
0: you're having that knowledge you know it, it does give you a kind of a head start in a way doesn't it so it felt yeah. like a blessing and yeah, hope yeah probably was for you too yeah definitely so what happened there that's the bit I'm interested in as well your kind of personal experience then when it was a, a personal journey you were on trying for your yes. first baby alongside supporting others and
1: and how that went for you so I guess um I hadn't discovered the world of yoga and alternative therapies when I was trying for my first baby. So um just like yourself I came off birth control you know eagerly excited started you know tracking my ovulation and obviously nothing happened and it went on for months and months and You know, medical doctors were not enormously helpful. They ran basic tests and sort of said, everything's normal. Just got to keep waiting. Uh, So we did and we did. And then eventually um, we got referred to IVF. So that was my first experience of having a baby, which isn't fun, as anyone who's been down that path knows. And our first cycle wasn't successful. Um, Our second cycle ended in... One embryo, which is my little girl, which is incredible. And I thought, you know, okay, I've I've learned so much about the fertility world, and gosh, how it all works. And I thought, if we are lucky enough to have another baby, I'm going to do things differently. So, when she was about one, uh, my cycle started again, which was again super exciting because that was the whole problem we had the first time. So in my mind, I figured this was going to be super easy. I became obsessed about having the perfect cycle, you know, falling pregnant as soon as we possibly could. I started doing all the things and I, like, if I could list out all of the things I was doing to try and help my fertility, we would be here all day, but, you know, acupuncture and 20 different supplements a day and hypnosis and meditation regularly and, Therapy and like it was it was so so much on top of all the, you know you're going to doctors just to check hormone levels and scans to make sure things are working. Uh, this went on for months and months and obviously we got nowhere, and I got more and more stressed and anxious. I developed chronic insomnia. I was put on sleeping tablets. I developed a thyroid condition, so I d- was put on medication for that too, and it just was this crazy cocktail of overwhelm and eventually we got referred back to IVF and I was so disappointed you know I thought this was going to be the easy journey it looked like everything was going to work out but of course uh, it didn't and you know I got to the point where I was you know not not relieved but happy that there was something that might offer an answer Thought, okay IVF worked last time we'll do it again And it didn't, and it didn't work again. And it, you know, I felt like everything was perfect and it should have. It was one of those situations where they can't tell you why it didn't. And I think that was like my, kind of my rock bottom. You know, I thought I'd thrown everything I possibly could into this journey um, and nothing had worked. And by this stage, I was 37. So, you know, you've got doctors telling you that you have to hurry up and Oh, and it was around this time, Sarah, that I met you and mm-hmm. I started looking at different ways to approach my fertility. So I was a wreck, you know, I'm, it was affecting my relationship with my husband. It was affecting my relationship with my daughter. I mean, you know, you spend so much of your life focusing on fertility and I was forgetting I had this little two-year-old, this perfect little girl That, you know, and the guilt that comes with that is just heartbreaking you know it makes me emotional just thinking about it now even years later so you know people have these kind of rock bottom moments where they're mm. crying on the bathroom floor and that was i my my point of realizing something needed to change so it was around this time that i met you and you introduced me to eft which blew my mind which i'm sure a lot <laughs> of people who are listening to this are aware of Oh, I've heard you say so many times Sarah it looks really simple it's like too good to be true so that really helped me you know and it was just around this time that I just decided it was all too much you know I I stopped going to acupuncture I stopped going to my hypnosis sessions and you know and I found therapy like traditional therapy incredibly helpful cognitively you know I was able to process in my mind what I was going through but there was so much anxiety and trauma in my body you know and I didn't know how to physically come away from that um, and, and then a friend what, of mine you, going back what you, to sorry, you, you d-
0: said there sorry when you said about um, the impact that doing all the things had on you you know like <laughs> you all had this things. long long list and you actually it sounds like you ended up less healthy than you were before (laughs) you started all the things with the insomnia and the anxiety Mm. and the thyroid and you know it does take such a toll and we think we're doing positive things don't we by being proactive and researching what else can I do to support my fertility and my health but there is that tipping point isn't there where it's too much isn't isn't there and it's isn't there
1: Mm. goodness it's that is so true so true and I definitely thought I was doing all the right things but when I look at it now and I look at how well I sleep now and obviously I'm not trying to fall pregnant and I don't have that constant stressor in my life but the difference (laughs) is just incredible you know and I just I wish I had been able to see that at the time but obviously yeah
0: it's a very bottom. valuable thing yeah and I, I do remember my own rock bottom moment when I don't think I'd named it that but a friend mm. did who was uh, a friend who'd been through a very similar fertility journey to me and could see herself in me quite a lot and kept kind of mm. referring me to her doctor and saying oh you know do this and do that and and I hadn't at that point but I got to my rock bottom and she said look mm. you're there now she said what have you got to lose by going to see my doctor and mm. you know take those steps and it, it brings a kind of clarity, doesn't it, to the situation. And yeah. when you said that they're starting the EFT with me, you then let go of things. And that isn't mm-hmm. unusual. And I don't tell people to let go of other things. I never <laughs> say, you know, EFT is <laughs> the only thing you need because it isn't, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's part of a, a puzzle, isn't it? All the pieces that come together. But yeah. it does kind of because we take away the overwhelm and it, it leads to that clearer thinking and make, mm-hmm. making those more conscious choices. And then, yeah, you let go of the bits that you think, well, actually, that hasn't been helping or I haven't really got the time for that or whatever. And you have a clearer way of looking at the help and the support you do bring in. And it can become a lot more straightforward and Mm. just, you know, a handful of things rather than a long list. And if we do that handful of things really well, then, yeah, we can restore our health, can't we? And well-being and, and work with ourselves. Definitely overloading ourselves so much better way of looking at it yeah when you said about Mm. that's where it led me when you said about having that stress Mm. and trauma in your body then you Mm. were kind of seeing how that was showing up
1: definitely it was you know I would burst into tears at the smallest things you know I remember I was at an acupuncture appointment one day and they had they'd gotten my time mixed up and so I got there and you know my acupuncturist wasn't available I had a meltdown. I was in tears. I was sitting on the floor. It was a whole scene. And something that small should absolutely not have warranted that kind of reaction. You know, you could just think there's something that isn't right here. Um, and when you hold such trauma in your body and you're constantly in this vigilant state of fight or flight and your nervous system is so dysregulated, you react in such crazy ways to. Such small things like that, and yes, that was absolutely what was happening for me. <laughs> yeah, um, so it was around this time that uh, COVID decided to make an appearance, uh, and with that, as you know, many other women experienced around the world, our fertility clinics closed down. So I was in lockdown in my city, and we had no option to continue our treatment, and we had no idea when. Clinics would open again, and you know this was really devastating. Um, it was really hard. I found my EFT was really helpful, but I was I was still really miserable. You know, I it helped me relieve a lot of the stress. And then I had a friend at this time say to me, "Have you tried fertility yoga?" And I was like, "I'm sorry, but IVF just failed for me. What is a bit of yoga going to do?" I'm sorry, but uh, uh, no look, I'm not a yoga person. I, I love Pilates. That's my thing. I'd always practiced a bit of yoga here and there, but I'd never really gotten into it. Um, and a bit like you just said, Sarah, my friend told me, what have you got to lose? Mm-hmm. I thought, okay, I'll give it a go. So I started practicing with um, a teacher that was teaching online, like everyone started doing in 2020, which was very fortuitous. And um, I feel like it was the final piece to my puzzle. You know, it's somehow had this way of taking taking that overwhelm away from me even if it was just for a short period i would have this feeling of clarity you know i felt less directionless i felt happier i was sleeping better my thyroid started to rebalance which was phenomenal i thought my goodness there is there is something here um and three, was that three months later, I fell pregnant naturally for the first time. And um, sadly, that wasn't quite the end of our journey. Um, we lost that baby at eight weeks. Mm. Um, but i that wasn't my rock bottom. You know, I realized after that happened that I had stumbled across something amazing, you know, and all of these tools that I had built since meeting you, and being able to rely on myself and my body, you know, I was so used to giving all of my power away to what the doctor said. And you know, I was thirty-eight by this by this stage, and you know, it, women are told by the time they get to their late thirties, you know, it's going to be hard. It's you know, you need to think about your options, etc. And um, all of these different modalities. I really found gave me back my power and got me in touch with my body and four months after the miscarriage we fell pregnant again and my little boy is now a very loud happy 14 month old so mm-hmm. yeah it's been a journey but but an amazing one <laughs>
0: yeah and how different that sounded when you said you know a loss is always always hard it's always mm. devastating but you didn't see that as your rock bottom because it sounds like that was a step on this path you know you could kind of see how things were changing for you and wow you did conceive naturally <laughs> after before you know only conceiving through ivf then seeing ivf as the thing that should work mm. and then when it didn't you know that that takes away all hope doesn't it often you know if the mm. if the thing that's supposed to help me get pregnant doesn't get me <laughs> pregnant either then what is going to happen but yeah you, you went on such a journey in towards yourself and and showing the, what the potential was for you and of course that's different for every person you know and everyone needs mm-hmm. different routes to to find what is going to work for them um, mm-hmm. but yeah what clarity that was for you and and I can imagine because I know it has as well seeing you with your business and it's given you so much more than Mm. than the baby the baby's amazing your little boy is just gorgeous but look (laughs) look how it's set you up for your life now and your health and your well-being and your business
1: it's so true and the further you get away from a traumatic experience like like loss and like infertility you know the it's a hard thing to say but it's not that I'm I wish it it had happened, you know, you don't wish these experiences on yourself, but, mm-hmm. uh, the further we get away from the journey, the more I'm grateful what it showed me and what it teach me, taught me to learn.
0: So tell us a bit more about fertility yoga, um, how, it, yeah, how you see that helping and, and what kind of outcomes you see, how does it actually work
1: to, to support sure. fertility? So it supports women in a way that I think no other exercise can during a fertility journey and uh, I think about what people think yoga is and uh, you know most people will think okay yoga is exercises on the mat and that's kind of like my gateway (laughs) to uh to getting people to into fertility yoga and starting to work with them and showing them how it can help you but it's so much more than that. And as someone who had been teaching Pilates for uh, about 12 years at the time that I started practicing yoga, you know, Pilates is very black and white. It's very alignment focused. This equals this, you know, and that's, that's done. But yoga is so much more than just exercises that you see someone doing on the mat. It's, it's a way to really change the way that you look at the world and the way that you look at yourself and the way you treat yourself really And I didn't really know that. It was something I was incredibly excited to learn. But it takes you on a journey into yourself, really. And that sounds like such a cliche, (laughs) but um, it really changed the way I looked at my body completely. So, what we do in fertility yoga is we look at the menstrual cycle, and you have four distinct phases of your cycle you have your menstruation, you then have your follicular phase, you have ovulation, and then you have your luteal phase. And we change the practice according to each phase that you're in, you know, at the beginning of the cycle, we need to start building up energy, getting blood flowing, preparing for ovulation, getting the uterine lining ready. And then after ovulation, we look to then reducing stress and anxiety levels, regulating the nervous system, getting that body into a safe place where your brain says, oh, this is a perfect time to conceive. And then again, if you are then trying to conceive and you realize you're not pregnant that month, when you have your period, it's a way to really support you both emotionally and physically. So these practices are really distinct in the way that they work. And for me, when I was practicing fertility yoga, when I first started, I had a cycle, um, a natural cycle, but it was quite short. It was about 23 days. And and I was able to lengthen it out to about 26 days. Um, My progesterone levels increased. my, My period itself was a lot healthier. So, you know, all these, a bit like tapping, it sounds like magic. It's almost too good to be true, but there's so much science behind it. And it was such a game changer for me to be able to look at exercise in this way and really work with the cyclical nature that, Women are and have within our bodies, rather than you know pushing yourself to go go to the gym on the days that you don't feel like it. It was yeah, a, it's a really lovely way to look at mm-hmm. your cycle. And what strikes me about
0: hearing you talk about yoga there, and and similar to how I think of EFT, is that I, I would never claim with EFT that it will you know increase someone's fertility or help them get pregnant or anything. However it does seem to naturally happen when <laughs> stress is removed the body is allowed to rebalance you know and and just behave naturally how it's mm. meant to you know be and and a, a healthy cycle can be restored and and obviously conception is a healthy product of having a healthy cycle and and so mm. on um it's not so much what we're adding in is it with these te- kind of techniques it's yeah. it's what can be removed restored and that natural balance found
1: which is so true yeah. yes it's what your body is capable of once you mm. take away a lot of the stresses that it no longer needs or yeah. never needed but no longer has to deal with
0: and it's not necessarily a quick fix i'm thinking you know it's no. not like i just do yoga wish. you know once a week for a month and yeah <laughs> did you incorporate that into your every day you know how would that what would that look like to be practicing yoga to support you and your fertility
1: so uh, I would practice, I would practice every day, but when I say I practiced, I wouldn't be doing exercises necessarily every day. A lot of what we do in fertility yoga is restorative and restorative yoga is literally someone lying down, supported by pillows and bolsters. We can put on some calming music. We can get some essential oils going. (laughs) So that's yoga, you know, and some days if I felt really low or I felt really exhausted or I had my period, that would be my practice. So I was practicing every day, you know, but sometimes it would be 10 minutes. Sometimes I'd have lots of energy. So it would be more like an hour long practice. Um, But I was very consistent with it. Not because I was determined to make this modality get me pregnant. Does that make sense? I wasn't thinking fertility yoga has to get me pregnant. Um, I was thinking my life is starting to feel easier the more I practice. So I want to keep going. So I found it easy to stick to, you know, I, I like you, Sarah, I hate the idea of giving someone another thing to have to do during the day. So I would never say to a a student, okay, you have to practice for 30 minutes a day, six days a week for the next three months, or it's not going to have any effect. That's just not how it works. So what I really encourage people to do and what I did for myself was find what feels good within the practice for you. And it's so easy to modify and, you know, there are lots of physiological benefits of yoga. I mean, the way it can get blood flow going through the body, it releases tension, sort of creates a bit of space around the pelvis, but there's just so many layers on top of that, that, that yoga offers. You know, it's it's about, like I said before, regulating your nervous system and getting you out of that vigilant stress response all the time. And if you can start to do that every day, that's where the magic happens i think
0: i love the idea of making it easy and Mm. yeah that it doesn't have to look like a strict on your mat yoga practice making (laughs) time because that it becomes prohibitive straight away doesn't it when people Mm. think well i'm already busy and how do (sighs) i how do i bring this in so yeah and i know that you you obviously have the experience of using eft tapping and Mm. fertility yoga did you bring them together and and how can they work together?
1: Absolutely. So I think they work as beautiful complements, but I use them for different things. So I, find, I found with tapping, and I still use it now, if I'm in a, a really obvious, acutely stressful situation, for example, a few weeks ago, my daughter started school and uh, there was terrible traffic to pick her up one day. And I found myself getting really, really stressed and overwhelmed. School was about to close. I wasn't there. I couldn't get through on the phone lines. I was, you know, in massive fight or flight. And I find tapping in those sorts of situations extremely helpful. Mm. So when I was on my fertility journey um, and after COVID happened and I couldn't go to the clinic for any treatments, you know, I was just trying naturally every month. But gosh, you know, I would think, okay, it's too early to test this month. It's too early, but I'm going to do it anyway. So I would test and it would be negative. You know, it was either too early or it was negative. Um, And of course that would cause a horrible stress response. You know, why am I doing this? Why is nothing work? Why me? All of the things. So in that kind of acute moment, I find tapping really helpful. Yoga, um, I don't think when you're in that acute state, it's as helpful. I think that when you're really, dysregulated and, you know, you, you sort of, you can't focus on what you're doing. Something like tapping really brings you to a good baseline. Mm. And then yoga really takes it for me from there. You know, I find that once I'm at that lovely baseline, okay, now I'm in a state where I can listen to my body a little bit. Okay. How fast is my heart beating? How quickly am I breathing? And then starting to move your body is one of the very best ways to get you out of, you know, your thoughts and your emotions and that fight or flight. And it starts to tell your brain, okay, we're safe. You know, we're in a position now where there's nothing to worry about. And then we always finish a yoga practice with, you know, just a few minutes of deep breathing, a few minutes of really gentle meditation, even if it's only a few breaths. And I find sort of that really brings me down to a place where, everything's okay so that was how I used both tapping and yoga when I was trying to conceive and um, well yes as you've already heard it had a very good ending so (laughs) highly recommend (laughs) oh
0: so good to hear how you found yeah a really powerful combination and I, I often talk about how EFT can be used alongside both yoga and meditation i talk about as well and you are talk mm. about the breath work there mm. um yeah you're right how it can kind of meet you where you are with the tapping you don't have mm. to deny what you're feeling or push it away or try and clear your mind or anything you you step into it don't you with tapping you actually allow it to come forward you say the words and phrases that make it present while you're tapping on the meridian points to rebalance and you're right it does bring you to that baseline you know we use the zero to ten scale Mm. do you remember you know zero is your your calm neutral place and ten is the most intense uncomfortable but once you're at that zero um it is the place for opportunity isn't it and potential to take root and I often mm. think of the zero to 10 that we use in tapping a bit like a minus scale, you know, that mm. your zero is your calm and neutral and minus 10 is the most uncomfortable. And then you've got the other side of the zero. Like, what is the potential? Like, where else can you go? Now you've reached that neutral, comfortable place and you've let go of the, the shock, the stress, whatever it is um, you've, you've opened up to allow anything else in and yoga yeah what a wonderful gift to then give yourself and I'd imagine does it physically seem to help as well like you if you're not carrying so much tension in your body can you you know go through the movements and and be more fluid and and work more fully in that way
1: absolutely Mm -hmm. and uh, yoga is designed really to align you both energetically and physically so you know we can get into the the slightly woo aspects of yoga another time but um <laughs> it it really does get you both grounded so getting you down into your lower chakras where you feel safe and your body feels supported but it also brings you up into your higher chakras which is where we feel light and more enlightened and it's a it's a lovely combination of just mm. feeling physically safe and mobile and able and emotionally settled it's yeah so it's, it's a clever practice mm. oh gosh I would love to talk more about all <laughs> of that with you Jen we'll
0: have to do that another time for sure oh and I know that we share you know joint clients that that come to me for the tapping and come to you for the yoga um, yes. let me know how people can seek you out how can they connect with you online and how can they work
1: with you Sure. So you can follow me on either Instagram or TikTok. I have TikTok these days. Um, My handle is jen.elementpilatesyoga. I also have a website, which is elementpilatesyoga.com. And if you want to try a few yoga classes, I have a YouTube channel. So you
0: can just search for me on YouTube as well. That's perfect. Thank you so much, Jen. It's been amazing to talk to you again in this different way of talking rather Mm -hmm. than in our tapping sessions that we used to do together. It's really lovely to learn about your whole journey and
1: and how you're supporting the fertility community.
0: Thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you so much, Sarah. It's really come full circle. This has been a really Mm -hmm. special thing for me. So thank you. Lovely. Thank you.
0: I'm so pleased you're listening to the Fertile Mindset podcast and now I would love to invite you to join us in the Fertile Mindset Sanctuary. The Sanctuary is my fertility support membership which is focused on taking care of you and helping you enjoy your life while you wait for your baby. In the Sanctuary, I'll guide you through using an amazing technique called EFT or tapping and you'll soon be feeling less stressed and more joyful. If you're not already in the Sanctuary, do come and join us today because the best time to start receiving support on your fertility journey is always right now. Honestly, it makes such a difference to have good quality emotional support and techniques that you can pick up and use yourself whenever you need them go to fertilemindset.com sanctuary to join us today. I look forward to hopefully seeing you there and at the next episode of the Fertile Mindset podcast.